but can they have without the dawn? Part and nope. Welcome to Persistent Health. I'm Dr. John. This is podcast episode number four, COVID Complacency. Before we start this podcast, I just want to state I'm not trying to sway anybody into changing their beliefs or their course of action. I just have some concerns and questions I'm just trying to point out. So COVID complacency, what is it? Well, I've been finding that people are letting their guards down and not making lifestyle decisions conducive to maintaining their health, uh, let alone improving it. Why? Well, for some reason, they believe that either by wearing a mask and or getting a shot or booster, that's all they need to do uh, for their health. It's like they're on uh, a health cruise control. I recently uh, tore part of my abdominal muscle, probably doing an exercise I shouldn't have been doing, but uh, anywho, uh, had to get a couple of sutures into my abdominal muscle uh, to, to hold it back together. And uh, it's my first operation ever, so uh, new to the process to begin with. But what concerned me was, you know, the, the pre-op procedure uh, over the phone and, and, and the pre-op uh, procedure within the, the uh, hospital. Uh, and just before I went into surgery was just focused on COVID to the point I felt interrogated uh, and judged based on my responses. However, not verbally or in any paperwork was I questioned about my history of HIV or AIDS, uh, possibly having hepatitis, uh, MRSA, am I an IV drug user, etc. It was like if I was COVID negative or vaccinated, nobody needed to worry about anything else. Uh, by the way, I don't have any of those things. I was just surprised that no one inquired, being I was going in for an invasive procedure uh, with you know blood and bodily fluids uh, being shared. I know when uh, we watch the news or look at social media, it seems the only thing out there is COVID. No other illnesses or causes of death seem to exist anymore. Well, here are some staggering info I have for y'all. If I believe all the number of cases citing COVID as the cause of death are true, uh, and assume that all the government's numbers are above board, there's no funny business going on, and, and no one's getting kickbacks or incentives incentives, excuse me, for having these uh, numbers. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat. I was trying to say that with a straight face and not laugh. But let's assume all the numbers are, are 100% accurate. Well, then over 80% of those deaths uh, of people who died from COVID were obese. So to me, that sounds like a very important comorbidity, but no one's really discussing that. Here's another uh, piece of info that I feel is really important, uh, and this is fact, by the way. Six of the top 10 drugs in the United States, so that's 60% for math wizards, 60% of the drugs prescribed in the U.S. are for either blood pressure, blood sugar, and or cholesterol. So what does that tell me? Well, it tells me that people in this country aren't really having issues or overwhelming issues with uh, viruses or, or bacteria or, or infection. They're having issues with their blood sugar, blood pressure, and cholesterol from lifestyle issues and dietary choices. And I do want to point out that that 60% does include Viagra, which we know how important that is and how men feel about that, uh, and the opioid e epidemic. So even still, cholesterol, blood sugar, and blood pressure have overtaken the opioid epidemic and Viagra. Uh Here's the other issue. The, the, the story uh, uh, keeps changing. For example, the first story was, hey, wear a mask, get the vaccine so we could be done with this pandemic and move on. Um, then it was, well, actually, the, the vaccine or mask may not prevent you from getting sick or even spreading it, but it may help you not get as sick. 
and and aid your immune system in in fighting uh, COVID. So my question is, is there any other ways to aid my immune system? In other words, before Pfizer and Moderna came along uh, with their vaccines and boosters, was there no other way to strengthen our immune systems? For example, I don't know, like water, uh, good night's sleep, good nutrition, sunshine. Why is no one talking about these methods? Is it only wearing a mask or getting vaccine and booster? Is that the only way to help my immune system? Well, I don't think so. And uh, here's why. Eating processed sugar, uh, cow's dairy, which you know includes cheese, ice cream, cow's milk, uh, too much coffee, caffeine, uh, wheat slash gluten, and legumes, which yes are beans, but also peanuts and peanut butter. The peanuts and peanut butter are not nuts. Uh, hummus, because that's made from chickpeas, and then peas themselves. Uh, all those types of foods irritate and inflame your intestinal tissue which includes a section called payers patches, which is a very important part of your immune system in your intestine. Bottom line is this, weakened payer patches means weaker immune system because it's a, a site of entry for, for pathogens. Uh, these foods will also contribute to weight gain and obesity, which is a serious comorbidity as established earlier. Physical activity like exercise, can help flush and clean your airways of bacteria, including your lungs, which can lower your chances of catching colds and flus. Uh, and of course, exercise also support your white blood cells, uh, and white blood cells uh, health is very important uh, as part of our defense system. Hydration with water helps carry oxygen to your cells while removing toxins and waste from within your body. And of course, this takes stress off your immune system. And when this came out, this was a very uh, virulent virus towards your upper respiratory system. So anything that can Im improve my airway health and, and oxygenation, I'm all for. And that's exercise and, and hydration. Uh, and let's talk about sunshine. And most people know this, obviously, vitamin D. It's called the sunshine vitamin. Well, uh, vitamin D production helps strengthen your immune system. So despite your mask wearing policy and vaccine beliefs and status, which by the way, that's your business, uh, you should try to incorporate these immune boosting lifestyle changes. The story and the narrative keeps changing from the government, but you striving for quality of life and protection from other pathogens in our society should be a constant, regardless of what the narrative is. And just for clarification, uh, this is very important and a misconception a lot of people have. Having a strong immune system doesn't mean you never get sick, but it does mean most of the time you won't get sick. And if you do, it's a, it's a more mild and shorter duration of symptoms and illness. Getting sick is okay. That's how the immune system learns and gets smarter. So here's the recap of what you need to do despite what the narrative is. Cut out or limit your processed sugar, cow's dairy, coffee, caffeine, wheat, gluten, and legumes. Next, get some physical activity. Exercise. Minimum three times a week. Push yourself. 45 minutes each session. Next, proper hydration with water. That's non-carbonated water, by the way. Every day, water. And next, get out in the sunshine. Get some fresh air and vitamin D to help boost your immune system. My time to have with Dr. Dawn. Part the nope.